Yay! Welcome to Too Old for This Podcast, episode 89. It's your safe space for growing up talking about childish things. And tonight we got so many things to talk about. We're going to talk about Moon Knight. We're talking about Morbius. We're talking about Halo. We're talking about Severance, Bel Air, The Slappening, all that shit. That's right, Bill. I stole that. Sorry. I'm using it. Let's get going, Kev. Unnerd and up nerd. Boom. Keep your what? <laughs> I can't even say what a straight place. <laughs> Keep my, my wife's, wife's name, name out, out your, your fucking mouth. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. I will agree. I will agree that no one would have been talking about that Oscars. <laughs> okay, if it wasn't for that fucking. Here, here's what. Here's here. Here's what would have happened if that hadn't happened. No one would have been talking about the fucking Oscars no. a week later. That's that's for fucking sure. You're no. absolutely right. No, one hundred. Nobody would have been talking about Will Smith a week later. No. Nobody would have been talking about Chris Rock a, w- a week later. Did, did you hear that ticket sales for yep. the tour, the tour that, that, that tickets just went on sale for, mm-hmm. went up six, 650% yep. the next day? They started adding uh, shows. <laughs> and the cheapest ticket you could get the day, the day before was like 50 bucks, and the day after, the cheapest ticket you could get was like 350 bucks. That's funny. So, uh, literally, that's, that fucking slap helped Chris Rock. Oh, fully, dude. That fucking... This is this is why this is why I I'm sorry. I know it's a conspiracy theory. It yeah. is actually a conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. But I I fully fucking believe yeah. that Chris Rock, Will Smith, and maybe a producer from the from the te- from the show. Uh, maybe there's three people in on it. Mm-hmm. But but yes, it absolutely like. Have you seen all the memes from people who think that what he did was right? Who yeah. think he's the king now? Yeah. Who like for Will Smith? This is like that kind of that dark side uh, popularity, that like right wing like Trump kind of popularity, like that be the asshole, be the anti-hero kind mm-hmm. of popularity. It's really big in our world right now, yeah. and a lot of people love the slap. Because they fucking agree with it, or right. because they think it's awesome, right. um, and they think that Will Smith became king. And I'm telling you, I think, look, it's uh, the way it fits in with the narrative of his movie with mm-hmm. uh, of King 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 William King Richard uh, King Richard. Sorry, great movie, great performance, by the way. Sure, sure, sure. I had no interest in seeing it because it just it just seemed like this, like ah oh, man, this this building up of this of this character of of Will Smith using the, the, you know, the, the Venus and Serena Williams, uh, dad, uh, actual character. So just to to like, to like, to like, to like iron, iron him on to Will Smith's profile and raise Will Smith's profile and get him the Oscar and just to clarify, have him beat Denzel. What? Go ahead. Just to clarify, um, his, the, the father in the movie was not a, abuser he was not the sure, type of person sure, yeah, sure. he was the guy sure. who fucking took licks and didn't fucking give them so just to sure. clarify he wasn't doing sure. it because of the character um 110 sure. um, but 
but but he did relate it to the character. He did in, in, his, his, speech. in his speech, like yes, 100%. because of family and blah 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 and all that fucking right. bullshit. Right, and I, and I, and then and, and all I'm saying is when Chris Rock and Will Smith were creating this whole narrative, like writing the story of what happened on these Oscars, hmm. that was the narrative. It was okay. It relates to the character you displayed so, in this in this way, and you are and 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 look, it's it's the narrative is. The Fresh Prince is becoming the king of Hollywood on this night. He's winning. He's winning uh, Best Actor, beating Denzel Washington mm-hmm. right in front of him. Beating, right? beating who's, Chris Rock, who's there, who's there supporting him, right? <laughs> and he's standing up for his wife, yeah. protecting his family, yeah, yeah. and doing doing so in a shocking way. I'm telling you, I think this is a part of Will Smith's whole plan to elevate his profile uh, to. King of Hollywood. This yeah. is a narrative that he wrote. So I believe it. 100%. I, 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 and I, and I think, I think, I think Chris Rock was absolutely willing to do it because he knew that it was also going to be good for him and that his career was also like, these are two guys who are, who were at the top of their, uh, of their certain slice of the entertainment world, mm. but have, have not been so hot lately and have needed something to revive their names, to give them back the heat they once had. I and, totally get you what know, you're the, saying. Uh, the Oscar win was going to do that for Will Smith a little bit, for sure. Totally but get it. like we both said, nobody was going to be talking about that yeah. a week later. Totally get it. But um, I'm going to flip this on you. And I'm going to flip it from a from a black perspective. Yeah. And the reason why I, I truly believe that this was not staged as much as, uh, as, much as you think it was uh, is because of the history of the Oscars. And given the history of the Oscars, all the way back to the fucking 40s, when fucking black people have been struggling to win Oscars and to be uh, presented in this platform for years, for decades. And I'm going to flip it right back to the fucking 40s when fucking, I forget her for her real name right now. Um, But anyways, Mammy from Gone with the Wind. When she won an Oscar, she wasn't even allowed in the fucking building. She wasn't even allowed in the building to accept her Oscar. She wasn't allowed in the building to be part of the Oscars, even though she was nominated. And this mm-hmm. go- this is something that has, has, like, black people in Hollywood. The next black person to win an Oscar was fucking, if I remember correctly, was Halle Berry. And how many fucking decades was that uh, later? I know. I think, it, right? I, think it was, I think it was Sidney Poitier. Was um, it Sydney Poitier? I could have yeah. sworn it was fucking. It was, but um, I think I think it was a long time. I think Holly Bear was the first black woman, I think. Yeah, um, but it was a long time. I think between Sydney Poitier and anyone else too. Right. Okay. Um, and then um, obviously Denzel won it as well. Like I think yeah. like two years later or something like that. But anyways, yeah. given the history of the Oscars, this is why I believe that this was not a stage thing, because all of that happened that night was the Oscars going ha ha. See, this is why we don't let you people in the building in the first place. <laughs> you know what I'm well, saying? This is how mm-hmm. I look at it, right? And it's just to no, me, they I sit don't back. see it that way. I do. I'm sorry. I'm black. I, I, mean, I see it that way. <laughs> so um, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to. No, no, they're, they're not going to ban black people. They're not going to ban year, black though, people. You know but I'm, I'm sure the the rich white people behind the Oscars are like fucking sitting there going, and this is why we fucking kept them out of the building back in the 40s. Okay. This is exactly okay. why. This is what but, this is the perspective I'm looking at it. Listen to my perspective on this part of the subject. No, I get what you're saying. Um, and I'm not and I and I obviously that your your view on the black 
angle is mm-hmm. is 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 one of experience and mine is one of theory. Um, <laughs> uh, but this is this is how I see it, Cap. Like mm-hmm. this, this was my experience. Okay, I was not watching the goddamn Oscars. No, okay? you're, you're not um, this is the and, one year I was like, you know what? I have right. zero interest in fucking watching. So this year. I'm sitting there with Melinda and I'm watching whatever the hell else I'm watching, and she sees somebody hey, on Facebook. Keep your wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Had to do it. Had to do it. Hey, what's going on? She says, well, uh, uh, people are posting that Will Smith just just slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars or something, yeah. right? So so suddenly we're turning the Oscars on. Yeah. And I'm like, well, well, uh, wait a minute. It's just starting. Beyonce is singing, mm. doing her opening number. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the Oscars are on the West Coast and we're on the Eastern standard time so whatever happened happened like two hours ago or three Mm. hours ago and so it hasn't happened in the live show yet and i'm like wait a minute man like i immediately red flags were waving in my head like look what just happened look look what i just said i was not watching the oscars Mm. social media explodes social media fucking explodes mm-hmm. during Beyonce's opening number. Now, if this 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 felt like a black conspiracy on a higher level to me. I only think it's Chris Rock and and Will Smith now, but at first I thought it was fucking Jay-Z, it was fucking Beyonce, it was fucking Chris Rock, it was fucking Will Smith, it was probably fucking I don't know who else. I, Eddie Murphy was probably involved somehow. This is what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I was thinking this is the year that the Oscars are going to try to grab a black audience, finally, mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna try to take their place here fully by by bringing a black audience completely over, and that was what I thought was happening was they're using a viral fucking moment on the West Coast East Coast time fucking adjustment mm-hmm. to to make every black person on earth turn the Oscars on for the first time in their lives, and I'm I'm waiting to see. I don't know if there's any numbers released yet on on you know like what the makeup of the audience was but i mm-hmm. bet you i bet you we're going to find out that more black people watch these oscars than any other oscars ever and maybe next year a lot of them are going to tune in to see if there's any more drama and, and excitement <laughs> i didn't i didn't i didn't tune in so um like i said every every fucking year i watch it last year was was just fucking brutal um i don't even think i've made it through the entire thing so this year i was just like all oh, the oscars are on tonight yeah yeah fuck it yeah yeah i just couldn't i just couldn't be bothered with it and uh yeah. i'll be honest i didn't find out about the slap the slap heard around the world as people refer to it as i didn't even hear about this until uh monday morning i was lying in my bed and uh, you know i was waiting for my alarm to go off and i was flipping through social media and i saw Chris um, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock, and I was like, "What? No, this, this has got to be a joke." So of course I clicked on it and watched it, and sure enough, it was fucking real. But uh, I, I'll be honest, I thought it was when he was walking up to him. I thought he was just gonna be like, like a play slap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, keep, don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, no, he fucking slapped the taste out of his mouth. But 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 <laughs> on that part of it. But I will say though, before you before you go on. Uh, yeah. I give it up to Chris Rock because he held his composure. He did not oh, attack yeah. back. 
he he was shook. You could see that he was shook throughout the entire thing. This is another reason why I don't think it was planned. Because well, I, I feel on, like you can't me, get slapped. You can't get slapped in the face without being shook. Even yeah, if it is no matter who does it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, this is another reason why I don't think it was planned. Have you ever seen a Chris Rock movie? Yeah, he's one of the worst actor. fucking actors yeah, on the planet. So for him to act the way he act, because you know Chris Rock in the movies. He would have been like, oh, you got me. <laughs> but he was shook. And this is another reason why I strongly believe that this was actually a real slap. This really happened. Not staged. Will Smith was out of order. It's possible. I'm not 100% right. convinced either way, to be honest. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily I, think I, they I'm were trying very, to... I'm very, very suspicious. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> think that, that, like what you're saying, that they're trying to reach a black audience... I just think they were trying to reach an audience in You know what will prove it for me? By blowing this up. You know what I mean? Yeah. What will be the final proof for me? And I will never be convinced otherwise. Mm. If, if you know about Jada Pinkett Smith's podcast, right? Oh, she has a podcast. No, I did not. You remember the story from, I don't know if it was last year or recently anyway, about how she like announced that she had an open relationship with Will Smith and she was seeing another man and a rapper. Right. That happened on her podcast. Oh, I didn't she know did that. that. She did that mm-hmm. to try to get her podcast a, like uh, a lot of buzz, a lot of success. Mm. She got she got Will Smith to come and sit and it's a it's a it's a video podcast too. Like mm. it's a, I don't I don't know what it's on. I've never seen I think I've only seen clips. Probably YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But yeah. um like she got Will Smith to sit there mm. and, and on camera while she announced this to the world on her podcast. It was a total like drama, you know, like uh, attempt to go uh, massively viral and, mm. and and make her podcast successful. Right. And Will Smith sat through that and like participated in that. Mm. So what will what will be the the kick? What, what will be the final nail in the coffin for me is if Chris Rock goes on her podcast with Will Smith and mm. the three of them talk it out right um because you know that will be the most watched event you know sure um and and that will just convince me that it was planned from the from from the beginning fair enough anyway um but you know i like i say i I, i'm not 100 percent sure Mm. i i i I don't think i don't want anybody to feel like i'm Telling them, I think they're wrong if they believe it was real. Mm. It looked very real. They did a great job. Um, but um, these these guys are two of the top paid actors in Hollywood. Um, I think they would do a great job if it was planned. So uh, anyway, mm. anyway, I'm willing to let it go. I'm willing to let it go. <laughs> Shall we boom done on the slapping? Thank you, Bill, for giving us the title. Boom done. <laughs> But um, let's let it go. Let's not. Let's never speak of it again. <laughs> the slap. <laughs> Did you see that um, that uh, fucking uh, poster that I I uh, posted? The uh, pursuit of slappiness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cute. That was gold. Yeah, I giggled yeah. like a little schoolgirl when I fucking saw that. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, go to um, Kevin's Facebook page and, and check out. <laughs> it's pretty Kevin, funny. Kevin, Kevin, on Facebook. But if you're not but, my friend, um, you won't be able to see it. <laughs> Everybody's your friend on Facebook. There you go. <laughs> Speaking of Bill, uh, who did uh, give us the name The Slappening for yeah. The Slap It. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> the 
want to mention, uh, <laughs> we are so stoked about the upcoming uh, uh, debut of the Obi-Wan show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, <laughs> that Friday, May, Friday, April. Actually, sorry. Again, sorry, my bad. I, 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 I fucked up because as we, after that fucking trailer, we associate this with Obi-Wan. Yes. <laughs> I, I think that's why these, like, uh, you know, we're all a little extra hyped about this one. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason for that, not only is it because it's Obi-Wan and Darth Vader, that's going to be dope, but um, just hearing the original John Williams score yeah. uh, and Duel of Fates especially. Um, he's uh, man, he's doing it new, just, it's, new uh, it's Obi-Wan just, theme for this as well, eh? It it feels like extra Star Wars it to does. me. It feels like more Star Wars yep. to me than the other shows. Yep. Is what I want to say. Yep. And uh, so uh, we've actually decided we're going to record uh, a podcast a with the with the OT OG Roundtable. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to do an after show, uh, uh, a reaction show, because um, uh, it won't be live. Um, yeah. But uh, but but we are going to release it like the day after. And, uh, and and we're very excited uh, about Obi Wan. It looks like it's going to be so cool, Kev. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, we're definitely going to we're definitely going to get a rematch between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. There's been some leaked footage nice. uh, from the from the filming that I've seen. Okay. Um, well, and, it's, it's known. Uh, it's been well known. Louisville's uh, um, Kathleen Kennedy said that it's going to be the rematch of the century and all this shit, right? Yep. So. Yep. And. Um, and uh, all kinds of rumors about what else we're going to see in here, including mm-hmm. a plot line that's uh, highly centered around young Princess Leia. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, which would be very interesting. Yeah, very well, interesting. She should definitely be in this, right? We're seeing a young Luke, so we should see a young Leia as well. Um, that should be that should be a given. Um, yeah. We haven't really talked about it since they announced it last week, but how do you feel about them moving it from the 45th anniversary to two days later and giving us two episodes instead of just I don't one. care at all. I don't care at all. No? I don't, okay. I don't, yeah, I'm, I, I'd rather watch two episodes in one night in one sitting than, than have a day in between. Yeah. No, I'm the first I'm, two episodes. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I felt the same way with Moon Knight. Um, after watching Moon Knight, I know we're going to talk about it uh, a little bit later, Yeah. but I'm just going to yeah. tell you this right off the gate. Um, so the girlfriend and I watched Moon Knight, and as soon as it was done, I literally looked at her and I was like, "I could watch another episode right fucking now." Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I Moon Knight's only six episodes, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, let's talk about this later. Um, yeah, yeah, but, for sure. Um, I just wanted to bring that up. This my point is, um, I'm not mad <laughs> that they're giving us yeah. two episodes instead yeah. of just one. Um, yeah. I like the fact that they were doing it on the 45th anniversary. Uh, it makes sense. That's the first time we've seen Obi Wan, um, and you know that's it just it just made sense. But to give me two days later, uh, they never said why they're doing this. By the way, I don't know. Um, is this something? To do with something um, else? Yeah, that's released? I don't, I'm not. I'm not sure why exactly. Um, something else coming out that day, maybe. Yeah, there's something they didn't want to go up against on the Wednesday. Yeah, I think, which makes sense, right? I think. But um, but yeah, no, I'm totally cool with them giving me two episodes out the gate. So, boom, it's gonna be a dope Friday night when we get those first two episodes of Obi Wan. Um, I'm gonna bust really. out the uh, the projector and watch them in, on the big screen. Ooh, nice, yes, nice. hell yeah. 
Um, are you hope? What are you hoping to see in Obi Wan? Uh, any, um, any predictions? Any any expectations? Um, expectations obviously are high. Um, what I want to see, um, nothing I can think of in particular off the top of my head. Um, that trailer said a lot. <laughs> probably said enough for me um as far as raising that bar uh a lot of rumors are going around that darth maul was originally supposed to be part of this which uh again when i heard this it doesn't make sense yeah i wouldn't want that yeah because of uh uh rebels uh that that amazing fucking scene in rebels where they finally fight and uh, i'm pretty sure the line is uh, he's been searching for him and he finally found them. So it wouldn't make sense if they cross paths. Um, yep. It would make sense, I guess, if they tease some Darth Maul, maybe getting wind that, that Obi-Wan is still alive. I'm cool with that. So maybe give me that like in a small little scene somewhere in there. But other I than, mean, other than that, <laughs> um, I, uh, I don't know. I, I really don't have. Are they going to carry on solo or not? Right, well, uh, like the characters and the plot lines from Solo. Is any of yeah. that? Is the red, the Crimson Dawn? Uh, you know, Kira. Uh, well, you know, is it? Apparently, there's a Lando show coming yeah, out. Yeah, apparently so the Lando show is coming out. So a maybe good, a good that chance. will cross with the Lando show. That is right? Solo continuing. That is definitely Solo mm-hmm. continuing. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. There's, there's a damn good chance some of it's coming back. And apparently, Childish Gambino said he that he's, he is going to be reprising Lando. Yeah. No. Yeah. They and, announced it. Yeah. Oh, did they announce it? Okay. Well, he he was on a talk show and they brought it up apparently, and he said that he was he he was yeah. definitely casted in it, right? So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I'm 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 excited. Uh, as far as expectations, like I said, I uh, I don't nothing I can think of off the top of the head right now. Um, I. Sorry. Yeah, no, uh, go ahead. I am seriously hoping for the one outside fantasy uh, casting of Liam Neeson. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's and, that's a huge rumor as well. Um, as, as a force goes. Yeah, that um, would totally be awesome to see too. Yeah, I agree. Hopefully, it's been long enough now, mm-hmm. uh, and his career his career has cooled off enough now that he would be super stoked to come back. Well, he is and, still and, cranking and out fucking Ewan McGregor again. Taking like films. <laughs> yeah. I we, no, he's so, not he's not he's not like dead. His career's not dead, but No, no, like, it's not. But uh <sighs> I I went to as uh we're gonna talk about later, I did go watch Morbius and they did play a Liam Neeson trailer <laughs> before the movie. And it was there straight fucking another like taken type thing, right? Yeah. Where he's yeah. on the cell phone a lot. <laughs> cookie cutter taken right yeah, yeah. yeah it's like every movie he does is pretty much taken <laughs> to the next degree but anyways i mean it's kind of comforting to know that we still live in a world where cookie cutter just action star action movies still mm-hmm. exist like you know we we grew up with those those yeah. were like those were those were the main shit uh you know when we were kids yeah. basically so um, uh, I know we didn't discuss this yet, but since we're talking about cookie cutter action stars and stuff, did you hear the news uh, about Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis, uh, yeah, is yeah, retiring very sad. from yeah, very from sad. acting. 
we didn't put this on the list of, of no we didn't we didn't because uh, i just a good one. thought of it now because because yeah, uh, yeah. we're talking about you know high action stars and blah 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 but yeah no that's uh he's you know it's tragic been, and and it's fascinating he's yeah. got aphasia yeah. um which is it's a brain damage and i wonder if it's from his boxing uh because uh, he was mm. like an amateur boxer um, right but um it's a yeah. It's an issue where you start to not be able to understand language anymore, mm-hmm. and not not be able to understand what people are saying to you, and not be able to, to not communicate be able to speak anymore. Yeah. It's it's tragic. It's sad. It's mm-hmm. it's fascinating because you know for the last couple of years, people have been talking about how he's just made this string of weird DVD. B B straight to DVD straight to streaming movies, mm-hmm. like just like one after the other after the other there's all these really bad bruce willis movies from the last two two three years and uh you know um turns out he was getting like a a, like a million two million three million per for each one of those even though Mm -hmm. they were all so crappy Mm -hmm. um and uh, it kind of looks like now what probably what he knew what was happening was he knew he was losing his faculties and he just wanted to make as much money as possible before he couldn't do it at all anymore, and uh, it's uh, you. Know, I don't want to make fun of those movies anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, it's kind of sad now. Um, it is sad because it's really sad. Some yeah. of them, some of them, you watch them. He doesn't even really have lines. He like says yeah, yeah. and responds like goes yeah, and like the other actors like do all the dialogue in the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and looking at that now, and knowing what we know now, it's kind of like oh whoa whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Willis, a great actor, had a great career. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame we're not going to get another Die Hard with him in it. I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. I mean, hopefully, like who knows? Maybe, maybe he'll get some good therapy, and maybe he'll have you know some longevity, and maybe he'll be able to like do a pass the torch kind of Die Hard to like a new generation or something. Mm-hmm. Um. But, but damn. Yeah. Anyway, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I wanted to bring that up since. Uh, we're talking about- well, I won't ask you to boom done on Bruce Willis because that would be too sad. <laughs> uh, but we can but, uh, boom done on Liam Neeson and Obi Wan. Uh, the Obi Wan after show coming. Yes. Uh, the day after uh, Obi Wan. Yes. Look for it. Boom done on. Boom <laughs> done. What else is there to talk about? Well, in the news, there's been some stuff. Ezra Miller got arrested again. Uh, uh, You know, it looks like his career is doomed because he can't stop getting drunk and getting in random bar brawls. Um, Brutal. So, um, like, what hope is there for this Flash movie? I I hope it's a great movie, but what hope is is there for Ezra Miller going forward Mm -hmm. uh, in the DC EU? I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to have hope at this point, Mm -hmm. and that's disappointing for me because this Flash movie uh, is my most anticipated movie of twenty twenty two, even though it got moved to twenty twenty three. It was my most anticipated movie of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, um, Ezra Miller, um, man, uh, clean up. Uh, get 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 get, get a twelve step in your life. Yeah, get help. Get help. Um, Clearly, he and needs then it. and then yeah, I don't want to hear any more about this. I want to boom done on Ezra Miller bad news uh, <laughs> because I because I love him as the Flash. Yeah. I do. No, he's a I great think he's Flash. a great Flash. Yeah, yeah. And really I good. I lo- I love his little Michael Jackson moves he does before he runs and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. 
Anyway, okay. Boom done. Boom done! Um, what else? Uh, you know what? You saw Morbius. I didn't I did. see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard how bad it was. You went to find out for yourself. Um, so, lay it on us, Kev. Give us your review. The, the, the stage is yours. Give us your review of Morbius while I listen silently. <laughs> so, Morbius. Um, geez, where do I start with Morbius? <laughs> it's really well casted. <laughs> it's a great cast. Um, Jared Leto is... He's he's a great performer. Um, he's really good. Um, Matt Smith as his uh, as his crippled buddy Milo, um, also really good actor. Um, he was um, he was good in this. Uh, Jared Leto was good in this. Uh, so nothing wrong with the acting. Um, I feel like um, Tyrese and his buddy uh, as cops literally did nothing to the fucking plot. This movie is riddled with fucking plot holes. Um, I feel like uh, this has not been confirmed, but this is my theory <clears throat> that this movie suffered in the editing room. I feel like they probably had this like huge fucking subplot going on in this movie somewhere, probably to do with Michael Keaton is my guess. This huge subplot, uh, again, this is just my theory. This is not confirmed. But I feel like there was something there that was just cut out. And this movie was literally... Like a whole plot? Yeah, I feel... Uh, that's how it felt, Jared. Like, like you, fuck it in Winter you, Soldier? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, but they, they recovered from that a little bit better. Uh, even though Falcon and Winter Soldier wasn't the best Marvel show out there, um, I... F- still feel like it oh was, this was worse than that oh yeah 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 oh yeah no i feel like there was definitely something something taken out because there was really no plot device for this movie other than him finding this cure which he 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 finds within the first like 20 minutes of the movie and then his buddy um basically uh, finds out that he has this cure, so he steals a vial from himself, which is another scene which makes no sense. <laughs> Again, and I feel like this is because of editing. Um, yeah. And then they become narch emesis, nemesis, and it just doesn't make any sense because they're best friends. And <laughs> it's so anticlimactic. Um, but is it, isn't it like... The like, the, okay, now there's a good vampire and a vampire, bad vampire, and the good vampire is like, I don't want to drink human blood, and the exactly, bad vampire is exactly. like, oh, why so, not? Let's drink all the human blood. I love drinking human basically, blood. Basically, you're right. Um, well, that, that's like that's to, like a to, classic vampire movie setup. Basically. I guess right, like, I've, but the, I've seen that. But it's it's so minuscule to the movie that it's not a it's not a plot device. If that makes any sense, you know what I mean, like. Like, he figures out that his buddy fucking took it, and then he goes to fucking stop him, and then it's literally, he stops him without, with barely even fucking trying. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's why I'm saying that it feels like something else was taking out of this movie. Sure. To, to kind of, like, drive the movie. <laughs> And then it just kind of fucking ends. Like, it, it's literally a pointless movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 
yeah. Again, I'm not steering people from watching this. Watch it. Yeah. Film is subjective. You'll you'll come out with whatever you wanted. When I watched this movie, my girl said that she was like, oh, "It wasn't too bad." And I looked at her yeah. and I'm like, "Really? But what did you like? Because there was no plot, <laughs> right?" And you know, but Kevin, how many how many times have we had that exact conversation? Yeah, yeah, I'm you, sure. I'm where sure. Where you said that was, and I'm like, "Really? What did you like about yeah, that?" Yeah, no, you're right. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. A, a good one is uh, the Halloween Kills. I know you absolutely yeah, hated it. There you go. But you go. for me. Uh, again, the, what I got out of that movie was just fucking violence. That's what I enjoyed about this movie. Right. There wasn't even that to enjoy about this movie. You get what I'm saying? Like, there uh, yeah. wasn't anything really to enjoy about the movie. Like I said, yeah. and it's a shame because they had these great actors. Um, yeah. And the whole, I don't know if you heard about anything with the Michael Keaton stuff. Have you heard anything about that? Okay. Oh, I yes, I know. I, I, I know every detail about the about the after scenes. Okay, so Michael Keaton was was in the trailer where he's like, you know, what's up, Doc? Right, that whole yeah, yeah. that whole thing. So that's why you kind of think like, that Michael Keaton probably was a big part of this movie at one yeah. point. But of course, yeah. again, like I said, due to editing, I'm sure all his scenes that were supposed to take place during the movie were edited out. So, anyways, Michael Keaton is in the in the um, uh, mid credit scenes. Now, I'm going to spoil this. So if you haven't seen the movie and you want to watch it and you don't want to be spoiled, click forward a couple, like five minutes. I'm just going to talk Nobody's about this Nobody's going to see it. Don't worry. <laughs> so if you haven't, if you've seen it already, this is, this is, this is basically my, my thoughts. Anyways, um, you see the rift from, from uh, No Way Home, right? And then suddenly Michael Keaton appears in like this like fucking cell. And he's like, how did I get here? And then he's basically like, it must have been because of fucking Spider-Man. Now, to, if the, I, it's been a while since I watched Homecoming. But if Sounds I remember correctly, bad. he does find out who Peter Parker is Spider-Man, right? Yeah. Am I wrong about he know, that? He, yeah, no, he, yeah, he knows Peter Parker. He knows, Parker's right? So, but, that's, but that's not how the fucking spell works. Like, no, but the spell works that if you don't, if you remember who Peter Parker was Spider-Man, you... The whole thing, everyone went back to their dimension, forgetting that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, but they still remember right. Spider-Man, right? That that was the point of No Way Home, right? The ending. So he goes right. to this timeline that he's not part of. Yeah, he goes somewhere else. He goes somewhere else instead of going home. Yeah. But he remembers, he does remember Spider-Man. Right? So But but does he remember Peter Parker? Probably not. Well, they didn't bring he didn't bring up Peter Parker. He didn't bring up Peter Parker. But why would he go to a different timeline, not his own? Makes no sense. Right, because everyone went back to their own timeline, right? And then, of course, uh, he gets he gets arrested. Uh, Unless unless we find out in Multiverse of Madness that that's the only way they can save this movie is if there's an explanation in Multiverse of Madness. Yes, yes. And even then, that's not even saving that movie. That's just saving the fucking um, mid mid credit scenes well what about the other uh, let's talk about the next scene then okay so then it, he contacts fucking morbius he meets him in the middle of the desert in the fucking falcon out- outfit where the fuck does he get that right because stark stark tech or sorry not stark tech um alien technology 
doesn't exist in this universe. Right, there's been because no Battle of New York. Yeah, because he, he got that shit from the Battle of New exactly. York. Like that was his, his whole origin. That was story. the whole. That was the whole point of him. So did that thing. did did so, that jump over from the MCU with him too? Right. Or <laughs> exactly. Like, so that like, again, that doesn't make any sense either. So then, of course, they're setting up a Sinister Six. Right, whether that's going to be its own movie like it was planned before, or if it's going to be Spider Man, uh, the Amazing uh, Spider Man three with fucking Andrew Garfield, I have no idea. And right? also, like, 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 why the fuck would those two characters? Like, you've you've told me nothing that indicates why the fuck a Morbius character would want to work with a Vulture character right. ab- about anything. Exactly. About anything. Right. Like does Morbius end up in jail at the end of this and no. they be broken out or something? No, they don't they like have that, zero that would connection. make fucking sense. You know how much fucking sense that would make if at the end of the Morbius movie so, he was in jail and then in the post credit scene Vulture breaks him out of jail? Oh, now they have a reason to okay. work together. And this is another point that I'm trying to make that there was clearly a lot of editing in this movie because at one yeah. point, yes, Morbius was in jail. But at that timeline, Michael Keaton was not in jail. No, it they sounds like they it sounds like they, they, they rewrote the movie after No exactly, Way Home came out. Exactly. Yes. Something happened. And they and they instead of saying, Okay, um this is tombs like we're in the MCU and this is MCU tombs that's in jail here already for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or this is a variant of tombs in this universe. They decided to say to like show you, oh, tombs popped over here from the MCU into our universe. Uh, you know, through the the was it the No Way Home rifts or was yeah. it the yeah the rifts that yeah, you okay. see was, at the end yeah, of No Way Home the, around the Statue of New York? Yeah, yeah, that's what he comes through. Yeah, they show the rift in the sky. Yeah, man, and then he appears uh, in jail. Yeah, like like we already said, uh, unless there's a, there's an explanation in Multiverse of Madness, yeah. then yeah, it sounds so fucking stupid. It yes. sounds so. Fucking <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> this movie and we like know I said, Michael Keaton just we know Michael Keaton just filmed those scenes like a couple months ago because mm-hmm. he like leaked it to the press. It was a news oh, story right? we talked about. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't, I didn't he said he that. was going. He said he was going to film some vulture scenes, mm-hmm. and nobody knew what it was for. But they were, pe- most people were saying, "Well, it's probably for Morbius because we know he's in Morbius." Mm-hmm. And, th- and then there you go. Like this is what happens. <clears throat> like all the scenes that were in the trailers are not in the damn movie. Mm-hmm. And then there's then there's these post credit scenes that. Really looked like they were probably shot a month ago. Yeah, after No Way Home. Yeah, yeah. and it was uh, just another quick thing I, that I wanted to bring up that really fucking bothered me. So, um, throughout the movie, he has like um, he's he's working with this other like scientist, doctor, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a female. Anyways, at one point in the movie, they hook up, right? Which is fine, but it was completely left field, out of nowhere. There was no indication that they were even attracted to each other throughout the entire movie. They could, they could have, like, gave subtle hints that they were, like, there was some kind of attraction, but there was, like, zero attraction. They were they were right. basically working together as, 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 as co-workers 
right? And then he hooks up with her. And I think the only reason why they hooked up, they, they got to hook up, is because, or they made them hook up in the movie, is because at the end, um, what's his face? Uh, Milo fucking kidnaps her, <laughs> which is why Morbius goes after him. And then, of course, he fucking he kills her, but he saves her by biting her, by turning her into a vampire, as we find out as the movie's ending. But, so she, but it, it, again, it just made no sense because Morbius woman. Yeah. Cause it wasn't like they were together. They should have like, if they were going to go that route, they should have teased that there was a relationship. There should, they should have teased that, that there was some kind of interest in the two. Um, what's his face had, there was no way like what's his face even knew that they were like, together or hooked up or whatever right but all of a sudden he decides to fucking kidnap her and be like you know i'm gonna kill her unless you do this or whatever it was i can't remember <laughs> so yeah anyways uh riddled with plot holes uh, a lot of a lot of this movie just fell apart it just made no sense the fucking mid credit scene don't even bother staying around to the end if you go see it there's nothing after the credits um if you do watch it, <laughs> um, again, this is not me telling you not to watch it. This is me saying, hey, it's film is subjective. I didn't like it. Just because I didn't like it doesn't mean you won't like it. But anyways, that's uh, that's my thoughts well, on, 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 it's, on Morbius. It, it's sitting at a 70% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. 17 or 70? Seven, 17. Yeah, okay. What's the audience score? 70 so, oh, the audience. So seventy percent of the audience, the audience is 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 very positive. Yeah, um, and guess what else? It was number one at the box office. Yeah, of course. Uh, it would have been. Uh, only was... thirty nine million, which is not a lot of money. But, so. but they're going to be able to say it opened at number one. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's something. That's one feather in its cap. Anyway. Yeah. So. Um, I'm sitting at like a like I'm going to say five, five out of ten. Five out of ten. So, <clears throat> so uh, I'm not telling you not to watch it. Uh, if you're a fan of, I guess, M- uh, not MCU, uh, Spider-Man stuff, and you want to learn about a new character that's probably going to be in the MCU later on, watch it. <laughs> but uh, don't expect much from the movie. That's that, all. I'm that, saying. That's one of the lowest scores you've ever given. Anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. And like I said, it's um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of good action in it. I actually like the action. It's just yeah. I was just I was. I walked out of the theater scratching my head because there were so many plot holes in that movie, so many things that. And like I said, I'm. I think, and I'm. I have a feeling this is this is what's going to happen uh, later on. Um, uh, when people are like, you know, bashing this movie, uh, the studio is going to come out and say, well, you know, we had a different movie. I I, I have a feeling this is what's going to. Oh happen. yeah, oh yeah, I mean, they'll release a, a director's cut. Yeah, we had a different movie. We had to edit out all this shit, blah blah. blah and I think that's exactly what happened, but. That's my two cents, anyway. So it feels, uh, it just it feels so corny and bad, and mm-hmm. such a misstep by Sony when a, they had so many great things going on. Yeah, no, it was, a, know. it was, it, it had potential to be a great movie. Yeah, it really yeah, did. Yeah, it, it should have been right, right? but yeah. um, the potential was there. Great, great cast. Again, I feel so, like, it sounds like it fell apart in the script, or maybe, mm-hmm. or maybe we never even saw the what the real script was. Like so, I said, I we, feel like it was in the editing room. Uh, that's yeah. what I think, but. Yeah. Who knows? Who am I? I'm, yeah. just a, I'm just a guy that does a fucking podcast. So. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> boom done, Morbius. Boom done. Vampire. I'm gonna boom we done it twice. Knew, yeah. Boom done. We we waited three years of delays. <laughs> That's true, right? Released. So yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of turmoil happened, I guess, behind the set. Even 
And yeah. maybe maybe they were it took this so long too because they were probably fucking re editing the movie. <laughs> right? You they never know. To, maybe maybe when they get to Morbius two, they'll they'll have a good movie, uh they'll get a good writer, maybe they'll turn it around. Um who knows? Mm-hmm. Um uh, you know what? I, I stranger things have happened. You know, I'm still watching season two of Picard, Star Trek Picard, yeah, and okay. it's it's still not the worst thing mm. I've ever seen this okay. this season. And uh, I found out it's being directed by Leah Thompson from Back to the Future, really, okay. uh, which yeah. which is probably why it's a lot better this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a great sense of humor. Um, there's a, a time travel plot where they just they completely rip off the plot from uh, Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, okay. um, and they slingshot around the sun and they they come to present day Earth and they have they're having an adventure on present day Earth, mm. and they're they're doing callbacks to all kinds of jokes like from from Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. They have the 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 same punk rock guy on the bus listening to his Ghetto Blaster uh, on the bus. Um, but instead of Kirk and, and Spock, it's uh, Seven of Nine, and uh, I forget the other character's name. Mm. It's a new character from the show. Um, okay. But um, and there's interesting stuff between uh, Gerardi and the Borg Queen going on. There's interesting little plot lines and threads going on. Um, it, it's not the worst thing this year. Mm. It's not. It's 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 more worthy of being a Star Trek Next Generation uh, sequel this year than ever before. And I think maybe Leah Thompson is the secret sauce that's that's making it better. Um, directing it. Um, so, um, I mean, you never know. Uh, Morbius could turn it around, right? Um, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of new stuff right now, Kev. There's there's a ton of new stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I just I just checked out this new Halo show. Uh, I think there's two episodes that That's have come out that so far. Definitely on my radar. I want to watch it. Um, it, uh, I, it it's pretty cool. I don't I don't I don't want to rave about it too much yet. Um, but um, it seems like it's got all the right ingredients to be a good show. It's it's R rated. Uh, it's got you know some it's a like adult uh conversation and uh good violence the 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 cgi looks good the covenant aliens look good uh the the spartans look good they they do the callbacks to the video games kind of really well without it like taking over the show too much but it still feels like the game enough that if you're a fan of the game that you're going to get all like the the nostalgic callbacks that you that you're looking for from a halo property um this has been in the works for a long time. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was really, uh, if, if you haven't seen it, uh, Google Neil Blomkampf uh, Halo mm-hmm. uh, teaser. Because um, he made an amazing sizzle reel mm-hmm. for his idea of what his Halo project would look like if he got to make it. Yeah. And unfortunately, it never happened. It was the mo- one of the most exciting things. Uh, things I've ever seen though um and and this show doesn't quite capture the magic of that but i think i think when i watch the combat scenes in this show i think they watched it i i think they were also fans of the neil blomkamp yeah, uh, one um, um it's serious enough it's gritty enough um we'll see how the story is we'll see if there's any characters uh that uh become compelling and interesting over time, mm-hmm. but um, I think this Halo show could be good. But what I think is amazing, Kev, mm-hmm. uh, and what I think 
might be my favorite Marvel thing so far. Even after one, just one episode mm -hmm. of the show is, of course, Moon Knight. Mm -hmm. Which is our main topic of the night, mostly. Kind of. <laughs> mostly. Not that we have one really tonight, but... Yeah. <clears throat> um, Fuck, this show uh, started this week, and the first episode came out, and man, it was amazing. Uh, uh, the writing, the direction, uh, Oscar Isaac, finally, like, I I always hear about what a great actor Oscar, Oscar Isaac is, and mm -hmm. I watch him in everything, you know, and I've always thought he was good, uh, you know, but I thought as far as, like, showing like his range as like a really great actor i felt like i've never really seen him tested too much like mm -hmm. he was good in ex ex machina i thought was a kind of challenging and and um edgy role and meaty role and That's i really loved good, him yeah. i loved him as duke leto in in dune mm -hmm. um uh, which is um which is a heavy story more than like a, a really challenging role like he fits the role well but i don't think it like caused him to stretch a great deal as an actor mm -hmm. the way this show does the way this show has him playing multiple characters and doing multiple accents and but the characters it's not just the accents that that set them apart they are completely different people um and they converse with themselves in a way that reminds me of um oh man what was that great show uh orphan black uh, i never watched it um, uh, Tatiana Maslany uh, was like this in that show, where mm. she played like sixteen different characters in that show, and she and she does have that ability to just completely become a completely different person. And you would forget when you were watching Orphan Black that sometimes there would be three, four Tatiana Maslanys on the screen interacting with each other, and you would just forget, and you would just think of it as three or four different characters on the show. Right. And, um, she was that good at it, and Oscar Isaac. I think is a is a level better because he's got better directors and a bigger budget and and all that. But <clears throat> damn, Kev, I just I think the show is amazing. Like I don't, yeah, I don't want to like I don't want to like uh, go over the plot like point by point. But um, this character, he's uh, he's not Batman. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I mean, even though like Moon Knight is is visually a lot like Batman. Um, <laughs> but that that's about it um mm. uh i i don't i don't know what to say except like like every moment of the show is like interesting fascinating i love every actor uh i love that uh his boss um his, his boss in the in the in the, in the museum the museum shop the museum mm -hmm. gift shop um like i totally believe her she feels real to me mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> um all of it uh it just 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 it, it is just the highest quality um mm -hmm. and that moment at the end like when when moon knight finally emerges uh yeah. and just and just the amazing build up toward it mm -hmm. and 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 the amazing execution when it finally happens just you know it just has you excited and looking forward to seeing more moon knight mm -hmm. but <clears throat> I, I'm plenty. I'm also excited to see more of Oscar Isaac in all of his non Moon Knight uh, variations because yeah, for sure, it was just so fun. Every moment yeah. of this was it was action packed. 
I like at times it was like a Christopher Nolan action film mm. with like the car the, the car chase and, and stuff yeah. and all the and all the weird like um uh, the like the weird blipping that was happening yeah. during during it yeah like um clever like highest level like I've never seen uh, anything of this quality from Marvel I think and mm. I and I don't and I'm not putting Marvel down they they do some really great stuff um mm. but I just I've just extra blown away by this it's only one episode in um ethan hawk also amazing Mm -hmm. his character uh, like amazing (laughs) um walking on broken glass yeah his self-flagellation is causing himself pain just showing you what a what a deranged um and devoted psycho he is Mm -hmm. an actual actual believer not a not a charlatan not a faker um uh, and like all the implications of what he's bringing to the Marvel, to the MCU, the whole the whole world, right? He's introducing a god. He's talking about chaos, which I think is is directly related to chaos magic. I don't think it's an accident mm-hmm. that they're using the word chaos a lot, and we're, and chaos magic is going to be at the heart of um, Doctor Strange and uh, the Multiverse of Madness. Right. Uh, I think I think there's a lot of connection happening here, and it, uh, and I got the same impression that you got at the end of it. Um, that yeah, I could use all of this right now. I don't need I don't need to wait a week for this. And there's only six episodes of this. Yeah. Um, and I, you remember that was what I said about Wandavision more than anything was that I thought it, it instead of being a series, it should have been just a movie. Mm-hmm. I like it should have been like one sitting. Because uh, uh, on top of that, with Wandavision, the episodes were short. Like mm-hmm. I, I hear these, I hear these are all going to be like 40, 45 minutes in length, each of them. Yeah. Um, but you know that includes I don't know how many minutes of credits, maybe twelve minutes of credits. Yeah, the credits are long on, the, on these shows. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that when I was watching Moon Knight because, uh, yeah, I paused it I think near the end and 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 it was still like twelve minutes. So but still, sounds like. like you know I mean? Sounds like we're getting a decent like movie, like over three hours. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which would be like, like if it's all this good, what an amazing movie! Like, mm-hmm. like, like, uh, it, it, it's it's almost an argument for waiting until it's all out and binging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but there's no way I'm doing that. This is so good. I need yeah. to see it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, um, uh, my review of episode one, man, is fucking ten out of ten. Like yeah. I. It, it met my expectations. It exceeded my expectations. Um, blew me away. Um, uh, I can't wait for the rest of this. All right. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. Okay, so uh, with me, uh, this is a, yet another character whom I wasn't familiar with. So, um, Oh, even, me neither. Yeah. So I never they, I never read. Never read Moon Knight. Yeah, okay. So even when they announced Moon Knight, I was like, like who the fuck's Moon Knight? <laughs> But um, yeah, no. Uh, this was uh, this was a show that uh, when the trailers came out, I thought it looked really really solid. Um, and yeah, no that that first episode did not disappoint. Um, I was really invested in it. I I, I enjoyed the ride. Um, I so I'm just gonna bring this up real quick. So uh, a guy that I work with. Um, asked me on because I didn't watch it till Thursday night. So Thursday during the day, he's like, "Hey, did you watch Moonlight last night?" Because came out on Wednesday, and I was like, "No, I didn't get a chance to yet." And he's like, "He's like, eh, no, it wasn't really. It's weird, right?" And I'm like, "Okay, so uh, that's been kind of the consensus uh, before this even aired that it was going to be 
kind of weird and left field. So kudos to Marvel. They did their job. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> right. So anyways, um, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I love the yeah. whole blipping thing. Um, yeah. I love that they didn't really show, like, obviously you knew something happened because he would all of a sudden, it would just start blipping and then, and then everyone around him would be dead or, or the situation just changed. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, his, the fucking yeah. truck was fucking backwards all of a sudden, <laughs> driving yeah. backwards down the hill. I love that shit. And I kind of, a part of me is hoping that, um, maybe in the later episode, um, they'll show what actually did happen during those blips. I think that yeah. would be really cool. I won't be mad if they don't, uh, but I think it would be really cool if they actually did do something like that where he's just like trying to remember what happened. Uh, maybe because he gets obviously integrated mm-hmm, because obviously yeah. he, he, he has no idea how he even fucking even got there, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, yeah. um, yeah, no solid episode. Um, I really, uh, really looking forward to the next, um, the next, I guess five. <laughs> um, I, like, like I said, like I was ready to watch the second episode as soon as I was done the yeah. first. Right. So, um, definitely going to be watching it on, on Wednesday for sure. Um, uh, looking forward to it. So, uh, I feel like this show has nowhere to go, but up hopefully, um, hopefully it doesn't get all Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> No chance of that. I think. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think we're in good hands with um, with this one. So yeah, no, I I loved it too. Um, I'm gonna. I'll give it a nine. I don't think it was perfect, but I thought it was a great right. start. Um, right. Definitely a great start to um, to hopefully a great show. So yeah, um, can't really think of anything else I really wanted to bring up about the show right now. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I I really liked it. And um, Ethan Hawke, like. Wow, um, his character is very. I don't know. I don't know where they're going with that character, but he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty intense. <laughs> a pretty cool. intense character. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it should be an interesting, uh, interesting turn where they're going. Yeah. With this. Yeah. Yeah. So, can't wait for more Moon Knight. Let's <clears throat> boom done. Boom done on our episode one Moon Knight reviews. We're gonna talk about this. Boom done. Every episode of, of two of this podcast, anyway. Um, uh, that's it for our main topics, but we're going to get to our recommendations now. I and mean, we probably got both got probably more to say than usual about our recommendations tonight because mm. we're both we're both watching something that well, well, you finish something that you loved, and I'm about to finish something that I am loving. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, who wants to go first? You want to go first? You want to talk about Bel Air? Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll talk about Bel Air. I, I, I am looking forward to seeing this. We did we we, mm-hmm. we did both say we were going to watch this, yeah. and I haven't gotten to it yet. But you so, have watched the whole thing and you loved it. Yeah, so I, I'm, binging it, I'm binging it right now. So it's timely, huh? That's interesting. Did you watch it after the slap? <laughs> I, I started it before the slap. So you how I slapped the guy on TV. <laughs> this is not the Bel Air we're talking about, by the no, way. No, this is not your... Uh, this is the original. This is not your daddy's grand, uh, Bel Air. <laughs> no. A.K.A. it's not our Bel Air. No. But yeah, no, this show... Um, 
Is are all the characters have the same names? Okay, all the characters have the same names, but all the characters are completely different. They were like, okay, I'll I'll, I'll kind of run I'll run through. Um, I'll give a quick synopsis of the characters. Lay it so on. yeah, so will um, will okay. I don't know if you remember. Um, you you watched the the original Fresh Prince of Bel Air, obviously, right? Were you a fan yes, of that show? Or, yeah. Yes. So, very much um, so. remember uh, Don Cheadle uh, played played his like childhood his friend, whatever. Hmm? Wait. No, Don no, not Cheadle. not not Jazz. Jazz was Jazzy Jeff. Don Cheadle uh, character was oh my god, what was his name again? Anyways, he came to he came to visit him um, on one of childhood the shows. Childhood friend from Philly. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways. Um, he was there when 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 uh, the fight broke out on the on the on the basketball court and all that shit, right? Apparently, right. So, anyways, um, his uh, so him and Will are like best friends. They, they, it starts off with him in Philly, and of course, uh, instead of him getting into a, like a little tussle on the court, it's actually a huge thing with like gangsters and shit like that. And Will uh, Will's friend has a gun. And he's like, yo, why you got this gun? But in, in the, he ends up fucking grabbing the gun because he knows it's in his bag and shoots it in the air. And, of course, police come and they arrest him. He goes to jail and all this shit. So, anyways, uh, it's a lot more um, deep <laughs> than, than... Dramatic. Yeah, it's way more dramatic. Uh, it's way more, like I said, deep uh, to the point. It's not, it's not light humor. So, um, uh, Uncle Phil basically pulls his... Uh, pulls his weight as a, uh, as um, uh, like, I believe, I guess he's a, a judge in this, but I feel like he's more of a lawyer. But anyways, he pulls his weight with the, uh, with the system and gets Will out of jail, brings him the food to Bel Air. So he's out of harm's way. But of course this, this thug, this dude is still looking for Will and he's sending him death threats and all this shit. So it's like a way more intense. So anyways, when we finally meet the Bel Air family, they're like 180. <laughs> so uh, Carlton is like, he's not like this nerdy, like white kid, even though he kind of, he blends with the white crowd, whatever, but he's not, he's not the Carlton that we know from the TV show. Okay. He's like, he's, he's way more serious. He's, he does, he does cocaine. Like, He's he's just got he's he's got his he's head like on his shoulders. He's like a hardcore Republican Carlton. Yeah, he's like got his head on his right shoulders, wing. but he's like he's he's in this like Bel Air lifestyle though, right? Um yeah. Hillary is not the same either. She's um she's very much into so this is how they like kind of bring in the whole um like now, I guess, kind of era into the show. Is she's like a, a like a TikTok, I guess, you know, Instagram uh, celebrity in some in some ways, um, influencer. Yeah, yeah. She actually goes to an influencer house and all this stuff. But anyways, um, so she's uh, she's known for her cooking. She can cook, so she's like trying to sell herself on 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 Instagram and on social media and all this stuff. Whatever, right? Uh, Jazz is not his friend from Philly. He actually lives in the LA area, um, but he. He meets Jazz because he he's an Uber driver, so he takes an Uber from the airport to the house and all this stuff, right? So all the characters, the way they're like introduced, are a little slightly different. Um, uh, what's her face? Little the little one, um, Ashley. Ashley, um, she's not really in the show uh, a lot, but she's um, she's she's discovering herself. 
So they're kind of teasing that she's like, she's bisexual. So she's kind of interested in girls and all this stuff. Right. So again, like all the characters, they kind of have their own kind of thing, their home feel. Um, um, and, and Viv is like an artist, which they never really touched on in the show, if I remember correctly. And the one thing I absolutely love, which I have to bring up right now, is that um, Uncle Phil is a hip-hop head. <laughs> he even says I'm a hip-hop head in the fucking show. Uh-huh. So he's constantly listening to Tribe Called Quest. He's listening to like all this hip-hop. Whenever they go into his office, there's like hip-hop posters on his wall and all this shit, right? And he's always talking about like, you know, seeing Tribe and blah, 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 back in the day and all this shit, right? So he's actually like a hip-hop head. So I completely like relate to and all that stuff, right? So. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's a deep show. Well, that that's that just makes it modern because like dads, uh, yeah. dads are are our age now, yeah, right? You're right, and you're right, you're right, absolutely. Didn't Uncle Phil love jazz or some shit? Yes, yeah. Have, so have some appreciation of music. Yeah, he definitely did have an appreciation for music. But um, but yeah, no, in this in this show, uh, I think the, there's a part where he listens to some jazz tunes too. But he's a he's he's mostly listening to hip hop whenever he's like liming in his nice. office, or, right? So, but yeah, no, this show's um, it's deep, man. Not not funny, right? It's not it's funny got at all. it's got some uh, some comedic moments sprinkled in, right, to bring a little bit of likeness to the show. But it's yeah. actually a really deep drama, and uh, I believe it's just the ten episodes so far. I actually did watch all ten, and yeah, no, it's great. It's really good. Um, cool. It 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 uh, without spoiling it. Um, do you remember in the show when he met his dad? That was yeah. like a deep episode where he met his dad. Yeah. And his dad fucking took off on him again. That's the most famous. The most, most famous, famous episode. episode. So they actually. How come he don't love me? Yeah. So they actually yeah. do that in the show. He actually meets his dad in the show. So that's a huge thing. That's a huge uh, plot well, in, in towards the end too, right? Which I won't, I won't. I won't get into. But yeah, no, it's really, really, really well done, man. I the kid they got to play Will, I think, is great. This kid's good, really good. So yeah, no, highly recommend it. Um, do you want me to get my score on it? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, no, you watched the whole thing. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Uh, so far, first season, like I said, I, I I was I was heavily invested in. It. I uh, binged the shit out of it. So uh, I think I'll give it a nine. I'll give it a nine out of ten. There you go. Yeah, no, I That's... really enjoyed it. Really, really, really good show. Uh, Highly recommend it if you're, especially if you're a fan of the original uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So, but don't expect your daddy's Bel Air, as I said. <laughs> it's uh, it's way, it's way more your deep. Daddy's Bel Air. Yeah, it's a, it's a, oh, and the other thing I forgot to mention, Jeffrey. Jeffrey is is the muscle. He's not he's not like the 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 charming English chap that we met. In the original, he's like the muscle. So uh, whenever whenever um, Uncle Phil needs something done, he calls on Jeffrey to get things done. Like he needs someone taken out, he calls he calls Jeffrey. It's fucking crazy. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, he looks he looks after the family uh, in more ways nice. than just just serving them for sure. But yeah, nice. no, it's 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 a good show. Good show. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> well. All right, everybody, go watch Bel Air. I'm gonna definitely watch that. Yeah, I definitely um, think it's worth a watch. Boom! On Bel Air. For my <laughs> for my recommendation this week, mm-hmm. I want everybody to go and run like your hair is on fire <laughs> to your Apple TV 
or wherever you get content pirated. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge you, but um, I want you to watch Severance. I want you to watch Severance immediately. Mm-hmm. It is so good. I am so in love with this show. Nice. Uh, it was recommended to me by our good friend Bill um, because he's pretty much watching everything on Apple TV, I think. Um, but, I, th- oh, man, I wasn't expecting this. I didn't know what it was mm-hmm. before he recommended it. But it's so great. It is directed by Ben Stiller. Mm-hmm. And it feels... Very '90s, I want to say, but I, I, it also it feels very Ben Stillery a lot of the times. Like sometimes it's just funny. Sometimes there are just jokes, outright comedy bits that you can tell. Oh, Ben Ben Stiller added that in uh, because it's just like like exactly like a joke from Tropic Thunder or something. Okay, but but the level of this show is so great. My my description of it would be my my one line description would be. This show is The Office meets uh, uh, Black Mirror. Okay. Uh, because because the, the premise of the plot is totally a Black Mirror premise. Uh, it's a future where th- uh, there's a technology invented where people can sever their brains into two partitions mm-hmm. and have a daytime and a nighttime personality basically where one doesn't remember the other. So you can go to work for this top secret organization called Lumen. And in order to do so, you have to go through this process called severance where you don't remember what happens, what you do for eight hours a day at work every day. Mm. So some people choose to do this for, you know, their own personal reasons. Um, but, um, it creates these separate versions of themselves and the versions of themselves who are at work don't remember their home lives. They don't remember anything about themselves. Mm. They, they wake up in the office and don't remember their names and have to be told Mm. and then, and then have it all explained to them and then are sent to work. And then what they're doing at their jobs isn't explained to them. It's all very mysterious, weird, esoteric thing that's happening here. It's all very cool and all very meticulous. It's, it's slowly plotted, but it's just all fascinating at every moment because it's always funny or always really cool uh, or interesting uh, the lead actor in this show is Adam Scott, who you will remember from a show that we used to love called Parks and Rec. Mm. <clears throat> yep. Um, uh, he's fantastic in this as uh, as a, as a man living a life uh, severed um, and and basically leading a revolution of uh, of, of of severed co employees. Um, as they try to figure out what it is the company does, as they try to figure out uh, who they are in the outside world, um, and as they uh, have relationships with each other uh, in the office, and then there's a, and then there's a whole other side of the story going on in the outside world, which is very intriguing and fascinating. It's all a big mystery that's unfolding, you know, trying to figure out what's going on here. Okay. Um, but uh, it also stars. Um, I'm sorry, I always forget which 
Uh, I'm looking at the cast list right now. It, first of all, it stars Zach Cherry as one of the one of the co-office as one of the uh, office co-workers. He's the guy from the bus in Shang Chi who's filming the fight on his camera phone and being hilarious. Mm. You know that guy? Yeah. He's got a like a almost a high pitched voice. Mm-hmm. He's also in Spider Man. He's the guy who tells Spider Man to do a flip. That's right. Um, yep. uh, he's amazing in this show okay. as as one of the coworkers who just is really good at his job and is just happy to do his job and doesn't want to question anything ever. Mm-hmm. And then um, like an amazing dramatic thing happens to him. And then oh man, I don't even want to give it away, but it's so yeah. good. I wanted uh, Patricia Arquette as was the name I, I couldn't think of because I couldn't remember if it was Roseanne or or Patricia. Okay. I never remember. Patricia Arquette is one of the main leads. Um, she plays uh, Adam Scott's boss at at Lumen, and she's like some kind of mastermind and very mysterious and just riveting. Her her character is fascinating and riveting and awesome. Mm. John John Torturo and mm-hmm. Christopher Walken are also co-workers at Lumen. And they uh, are both happy working there, both love the company, and they meet each other for the first time in episode one of the show, and they gradually, slowly fall in love with each other over the, over the entire season. And they are both so amazing. It is just watching them on screen every moment is fascinating. Mm. It's, it takes my breath away. It is such a great show. And I only have one episode left of the season. Uh, I think it's the last episode, episode eight. I haven't watched it yet, um, but I can't wait. Episode seven was so amazing with so many amazing plot twists that were like, um, that, that were just like a little seed was planted and put in place uh, meticulously over time. The writing is next level. I looked up the name of the writer. I don't have it in front of me now. Um, there's actually nine episodes, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's going to um, be another one after. But. Uh, first season, that is. But damn, um, um, my highest recommendation for Severance, um, if you don't have Apple TV, get it or, or, or yeah. figure out. Way to get the show. I actually do uh, have Apple TV right now. Uh, I buy a oh, new phone, so they so nice. through an Apple TV. So I watched um, Ted Lasso. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the second season. I haven't finished that one yet, but that show's pretty good too. I, I would recommend that as well. Um, it's yeah. a good comedy, um, and I love uh, very popular that show. That yeah, show is very um, very popular. Why am yeah. I drawing a blank on his fucking name? The guy that stars in it. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. I don't know why I can never remember that. Uh, he's great in that fucking show. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Word up. No, that's it, man. Um, my recommendation is Severance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm in love with it right now. Like yeah. I was I was over the moon. I Melinda was probably so sick of me saying I can't believe how good this is. I can't believe how good this is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely through on the my... entire through the entire episode. It's on my to do list for sure. I, it, <clears throat> I saw a trailer and it really piqued my interest. So yeah. um doesn't surprise me that uh, you like so, it. So there you go. That's all mm-hmm. I have for this week, Kev. Um, just one more thing I just wanted to talk about. Yeah, yeah, quick. yeah. Go ahead. Go um, ahead, go ahead. TV-wise. So um, I have Apple or Disney Plus currently right now as well. Mm. Um, and all of the Wu-Tang um, American Saga is on that right now. So I watched the first season like two years ago or a year ago when it first came out. 
And I sat down and finally got to watch this second season. And can I say... <laughs> blew my mind. Fucking loved it. It was so freaking good. As uh, good as the Kanye? Oh, I haven't seen this Kanye thing that you told me about yet. Oh. I have yet to watch that. Oh. But it's a different... Okay. That's a documentary, though, is it not? Yeah. yeah oh, American, it's a... No, it's a, it's a yeah, it's a documentary. Yeah. yeah, American Saga is is actually like uh, is a scripted um, show, oh, so it's not a documentary. Okay. But okay. yo, um, that second season so fucking amazing. Um, okay. First season was good. I I did like it because they're they're kind of like touching on how you know RZA got into like the the music industry and. Of course, um, uh, Jizza was already in it, and blah blah blah. It's his cousin, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it was kind of like that, that kind of uh, route. And then the second season is when he finally puts together the Wu Tang. And this season, I don't know. They must have brought in more creative on it because <coughs> there's so much visual fucking shit in this in this second season that were so fucking good. I'm just gonna give you a quick cool. example. There's one part where RZA, he's trying to figure out the beat for Protect Your Neck. So he has this song idea in his head. He's He's got to put out this new single, blah, blah, blah. So he goes to the record store. He cops a record. He takes it back to his studio and uh, puts it in the fucking, um, I forget what they're called, the uh, MP or whatever it is, uh, basically like a sampler. Yeah. And once he puts the song into the sampler that he's sampling, the, the, in front of him kind of turns, uh, sorry, bang my mic, uh, turns black and the, the band appears in front of him and they're performing the song and he's like cutting like the vocals. And of course they're still, they're still like they're singing, but you can't hear them. And then he cuts like the guitar and the, ba- like visually it's fucking amazing. Right. Like look it up on YouTube, just put RZA samples and right. It's just that scene alone. I was just like, this is fucking amazing. Like it's actually getting in Riz's head. Like it's showing, so, showing you showing what you a visionary his he was. thought process. Like it's yeah. so cool. It's such a great showing show. Showing you his vision. Yeah. And there's more too. Like there's more visual stuff throughout the show, which I won't get into, but that was just like a, uh, an example of, of, of what to see in the show. But yeah, second season just blew me away. I can't wait for the third season now. I'm super stoked. But yeah, Wu-Tang American Saga. If you're into Wu-Tang, highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. Cool. Another yeah. show I got to watch. I, yeah. There's not there's not enough time for me to watch yeah, everything. That's what I'm saying. It's too much, man. It's too much. But but yeah, if you can find the time, uh, I think you'd appreciate that show as well. Especially when you get to the second season, dude. What's the <clears> release date on Multiverse of Madness now, uh, that, May the now that I think of it? May 6th? May 6th, I believe it is. Uh, if I remember correctly, May seventh. May seventh. Okay. So, you know, one month away from Multiverse of Madness, and um, okay, it's farther mm-hmm. than I thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, anyway, May the sixth. May the sixth. May the sixth anyway. is uh the Friday. Right. May the seventh is the Saturday. So May sixth. All right. All right. I don't know why I always see the wrong date when I Google. Just go to IMDb. IMDb, man. That's that's. They never yeah. ask you. <laughs> Word. Word. All right. All right. Yeah. Anything else before we wrap up episode 
89. Uh, I got a chance. I got a chance to watch uh, the Adam Project this week as well, which was uh, uh-huh. I really enjoyed that movie as well. Um, it's on Netflix. It's a uh, um, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Fuck, I was like completely stumped on his name there. Ryan Reynolds movie. Um, big, big, big movie, man. I'm surprised the, they decided to go the Netflix route. This could have been released in the theaters. I feel. Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel like this could have been a, a theatrical release, but I guess Netflix had the money to uh, put it on there. So, but yeah, no, it was really good. I enjoyed it. The nice. kid that they got to play him as a younger version was great. He was solid too. So, but yeah, no, I, I recommend the Adam project. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll check that out. I don't mm-hmm. have time to check everything out. But no, I, I feel try. you. <laughs> I feel you, man. All right then, brother. Yeah. I think uh, we've said all we have to say for this week. Yes. Any callers? There actually is one in the in the uh, in the queue right now. There's a there's a huge queue. Like callers are lined up, but I'll pick the first one here as it's blinking. Hello, you're on the air with uh, Jaron Cap. That's the end. That's right, Ms. Jackson. That's the end of episode 89 of Tool for this podcast. Ms. Jackson, if you're nasty, and I am, and I am. <laughs> that's 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 the that that's the whole thing. That's the thing. There you go. Do you know my waist size is thirty-two? You know, I never Congrats, even man. talked about. I Congrats. never, I never even talked about how I reached my so goal. So I have to, I have to ask on, you, you on the on the exact one year date of yeah, starting my diet. You posted I, that your waist size is thirty-two, but you never posted what it's down from. What was it before? Like forty-four, forty-six. Oh wow! Good for you, buddy. Maybe forty-two. I'm not exactly sure. Um, my skinny jeans, mm-hmm. the ones that the, the ones that I wore to go buy my new pants yesterday. Well, that's which is the reason I found out I'm thirty-two waist yesterday. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I was wearing my jeans that were previously known as my skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. They were they were waist thirty-eight. Okay, and that's, I, that's what I'm. I at, knew so. <laughs> I, I knew they were too big for me. Yeah. Now, but I didn't know they were six inches too big for me till I went. And I thought, okay, I'll try a 34, and I'll bring a 32 just in case. Mm-hmm. And um, I put on the 32, and and that's and they were that they were right. Kat, I they were haven't right. been a 32 ways since I was like 12. <laughs> um, well, so kudos sorry. to you, my friend. Well, I'm still I, rocking the fat pants in your world. Thank you. Thank you. They were my skinny jeans. You can have my skinny jeans, and they'll be your regular pants. They're they're not bad. They're good. There you they're go. still pretty good. Right. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's all, Janet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything left to say, Kev? Um, no, I think uh, we covered pretty much everything for this week. All right, then let's just chill till the next episode.